You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW Sitka. Today is Friday, February 10th. I'm Erin Fulton with Raven News. City staff hope to make Sitka's streets safer with the help of a half a million dollars in federal grant funding. Last week, the city was awarded $550,000 from the U.S. Department of Transportation to develop a comprehensive safety plan. Public and Government Relations Director Melissa Henshaw says between 2016 and 2020, six serious traffic-related injuries were reported. She says the goal of the plan is to develop a holistic, well-defined strategy to prevent roadway fatalities and serious injuries in the future. I think when we first researched this grant, um, I had the idea or we had the idea to apply for infrastructure funding for roads, and specifically we were looking for Catlian Street, but After looking further into it, we determined that an action plan was required in order to apply for infrastructure funding. So really, we're looking at this award as a first step to hopefully more funding in the future. The Assembly approved the federal grant application last September. It requires a $150,000 match from the city. It's part of the bipartisan infrastructure bill that was signed into law in 2021. $550 billion in national infrastructure funding to be spent over the next five years. Along with Sitka, Ketchikan and Juno both scored money in this round to develop comprehensive safety plans of their own. And Henshaw says the Southeast communities may partner to share resources as they develop their plans. It's a pretty tight timeline because the idea is to get this plan in place um, and then we can all apply for for further funding within those five years. So we're a couple years into bipartisan infrastructure um, funding. And so if we can get this, the sooner the better implemented, and then we can go out and ask for actual infrastructure funding. Henshaw says they anticipate finishing the plan sometime in the next 12 to 24 months. Fifty years ago, Alaska tapped into one of its most important resources, the creativity and talent of its young people. The Sitka Fine Arts Camp incorporated on February 9, 1973. KCAW's Robert Woolsey spoke with Roger Schmidt, who, between his years as a student and his years as a director, has been with the camp for a quarter century. Celebrating the Sitka Fine Arts Camp's 50th anniversary, Roger Schmidt was not attending a champagne gala. He was home on his couch, recovering from a cold. Although the Sitka Fine Arts Camp is a summer program, it requires vigilance and effort year-round to sustain, or as Schmidt puts it, Keeping our camp alive year to year is like keeping a fire burning in a southeast uh, Alaska rainforest. You turn your back on it for a second, and uh, it's not even ashes. Not even ashes, just cold, wet dirt. Over its five-decade history, the camp never was fully extinguished, but it came close, Initially, it was housed on the campus of Sheldon Jackson College. When the college ran into financial trouble, the camp moved to Mount Edgecombe High School. Year to year, there was never certainty about where the camp would be held or even if it would be held. A former camper, Schmidt, arrived on scene in 2000 and realized that the fire had not quite gone out. It was on its, you know, last legs once again. Um, But what happened is when I taught at it, even though there wasn't a lot of there weren't a lot of students there, I was so moved by how much they cared about what they were doing, and I realized that um, it was a much smaller camp that year than the camps I had gone to as a kid. But it was still the same spirit, it had the same value, and that value to the kids where they felt like this was a spot where they felt like it was their place. And for many kids, the only place they feel like is their place. 
now permanently housed on the former Sheldon Jackson College campus. The camp has nearly 700 students registered for this coming summer from Alaska and all over the country. Schmidt considers this the rebound year after full closure in 2020, running at 50% in 2021, and a recovery year in 2022, when managing the pandemic still loomed large over camp operations. Beginning at 12.01 a.m. on January 1st, registration opened for 2023, and 200 students signed up within the first four days, many in the first few minutes. Schmidt says this is a student-led phenomenon and one that he is grateful for. The thing is, we never made anybody do it. The kids, the kids did it, meaning we have all these teenagers that, that the first thing they do, the first thing they do in their year is they sign up for camp. And to me, that is like, uh, that's just like, it's, it's just so touching. It's so motivating. It's so inspiring to think that over 200 students out there that decided that the first thing they would do in the year 2023 was sign up for the Sitka Fine Arts Camp. As of press time, there was only one opening left in the high school camp and three places in the middle school camp and a few places in the musical theater camp. Schmidt doesn't overlook the fact that reaching a 50th anniversary, though very significant for an Alaskan arts institution, necessarily means things will get easier. There will always be battles, challenges, and obstacles. He credits everyone involved in the camp for their help making it this far. When asked what the secret to success was, to fanning that flame, Schmidt didn't hesitate. It's willpower, he said. It's people who care and who care a lot who are keeping it alive. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Robert Woolsey. On a tiny, remote island in southeast Alaska, scientists recently made a surprising discovery— wolves are eating sea otters. And not just one every so often. For this pack, it's the wolves' main source of food. Coast Alaska's Angela Denning has this story on a study that's making waves in the scientific community. Pleasant Island is located about a mile south of the mainland near the town of Gustavus. Historically, wolves would occasionally swim over, but had never colonized the island until about a decade ago. This pack of wolves really defied all of our predictions. Gretchen Roffler has studied wolves in Southeast for eight years, and she's the lead author of a study published in January on the island's wolves. This new pack killed all the black-tailed deer on the island, a favorite meal for Southeast wolves. They're a territorial species, and an established pack was back on the mainland, preventing a return. Roffler and other scientists assumed they would die off from starvation. But instead, what we found was that the wolves stayed on the island, and they continued to reproduce annually But how? The island is small, just over 20 square miles. What were the wolves eating? Nearby residents in Gustavus noticed new wolf activity on the island where they would hunt deer and pick berries. Greg Streveler is one of them. And his first thought was... Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Streveler is a retired ecologist with the National Park Service and has studied the area's land and animals for over 50 years. The uh-oh was, you could see what's coming, having... The pack discovered the place, and there was uh, two wolves instead of one. Uh, You could kind of read the tea leaves, you know. Within a few years, Streveler and other residents saw the island's deer disappear. So the scientists stepped in and began to gather data. In 2015, they counted three wolves. A year later, there were 10. By 2017, 13. The wolf densities on this island at this time were some of the highest ever recorded. 
Ruffler's team collected scat and studied it in the lab, and it showed something surprising, sea otter. And at first I thought, well, this is maybe just a blip. Maybe this is just an occasional thing that wolves are able to do. So they collected wolf hair. While scat shows what wolves have eaten recently, hair gives scientists a longer look. And tests on the hair proved it wasn't a blip. The wolves were eating lots of sea otters and had been for a while. Ruffler says it underscores how adaptable they are. Something that we assume about wolves is that they really can't live without ungulate prey. Um, they very quickly switched to a diet that primarily consists of sea otters. It really just took a couple years for that to happen. Raffler hasn't witnessed the pack hunt and is hesitant to speculate about it, but Shreveler has a theory. The wolves are not dealing with a healthy group of otters, so I, I don't think it's a big deal for wolves to find some. He says otters in the area might be weak and are hauling out on land more than normal. Sea otters were introduced to the region in the 1960s after being hunted to near extinction. Streveler says it's possible that there are more otters in the area than the habitat can support. Before, nobody here saw ever saw an otter haul up, ever. And so to find a naive group of very easy to catch, very, very delicious critters, uh, oh my God, you know, it's like discovering the Garden of Eden. Scientists don't know how this unusual diet might affect wolves in the long term. They also don't know how long the food source will be around. But Streveler thinks it's temporary. The sea otter wolf thing is probably a flash in the pan. It's not likely there's going to be both a lot of sea otters and a lot of weak sea otters uh, available very long. It's a, a very, very, I think, brief opportunistic window. Reporting for Coast Alaska in Petersburg, I'm Angela Denning. Taking a look at the community calendar. Youth of all ages are invited to find and decode 33 pictures related to the Lunar New Year hiding at Sitka Public Library. Correct answers go into a random raffle and the winner gets a prize. The event ends on Sunday, February 12th. For more information, contact Maite at 747-4022. All are invited to Greater Sitka Arts Council's annual meeting at noon today via Zoom. You can find information on obtaining that Zoom link on the community calendar posting. And Bingo Size takes place at 1 p.m. on Fridays at the Alaska Native Brotherhood Founders Hall through March 24th. For more information, email douglaso at search.org or call 907-966-8674. I'm Erin Fulton, and this has been Raven News. 